Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Today we're going to read Malachi Chapter 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Great God, you are great in all the world. Your name is to be praised. We pray that we will understand that. We pray that you will bless our reading today and our consideration of your word, that we would understand and realize how great you are. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Malachi chapter 1. An oracle, the word of Yahweh to Israel through Malachi. I have loved you, says Yahweh, but you say, how have you loved us? Is Esau not Jacob's brother, declares Yahweh? I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. I have made his mountain ranges a desolation and given his inheritance to the jackals of the desert. If Edom says, We are shattered, but we will return and rebuild the ruins, Yahweh of hosts says this, They may build, but I will tear down, and they will be called a territory of wickedness and the people with whom Yahweh is angry forever. Your eyes will see this, and you will say, Yahweh is great beyond the borders of Israel. A son honors his father, and a slave his master. But if I am a father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says Yahweh of hosts to you, O priests, who despise my name. But you say, How have we despised your name? You are presenting defiled food on my altar. But you ask, How have we defiled you? by saying that the table of Yahweh is despised. When you offer a blind animal for sacrifice, is that not wrong? And when you offer the lame and the one who is ill, is that not wrong? Present it, please, to your governor. Will he be pleased with you? Will he show you favor? Says Yahweh of hosts. So then, implore the favor of God so that he will be gracious to us. This is what you have done. Will he show favor to any of you? says Yahweh of hosts. Who also among you will shut the temple doors so that you will not kindle fire in vain on my altar? I take no pleasure in you, says Yahweh of hosts, and I will not accept an offering from your hand. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name is great among the nations, and in every place incense is being presented to my name and a pure offering. For my name is great among the nations says Yahweh of hosts. But you are profaning it by saying the table of the Lord is defiled, and its fruit, its food, is despised. And you say, Look, this is a weariness, and you sniff with disdain at it, says Yahweh of hosts. And you bring the stolen, the lame, the one that is sick, this you bring as the offering. Should I accept it from your hand, says Yahweh? Cursed is the one who cheats, who has in his flock a male and vows it, but instead sacrifices a blemished one to the Lord. For I am a great king, says Yahweh of hosts, and my name is awesome among the nations. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. The time frame for the book of Malachi is after the captivity and the return from the captivity. So we have the time of the kings, the heyday of Israel, when they controlled their own destiny, but they worshipped idols and were taken away by God. 
captive into other nations, especially Babylon. And then after 70 years, they're allowed to return. And so a remnant returns to the land. And then they have many years of building the temple and finally building the walls. So things are starting to look up. And Malachi is the last book of the Old Testament. And we believe it is covering the last period of time. The the dating is a little hard with this book. It doesn't list any specific names that we know of elsewhere to, to give it a specific period of time. But this is probably the last book written. It's the last book the Jews had in their Bible. And uh, it gives some strong warnings about what God's people were getting into. It starts off, I have loved you, says Yahweh. We're using the Lexham English Bible, which translates the name of God to Yahweh. This is in the Hebrew YHWH, and we don't actually know how to pronounce it. The Jews forgot because they considered it so holy they would never pronounce it. Uh, In a lot of today's translations, you'll see it translated Lord with all capital letters, and in uh, at least the American, the old American Standard Version, it's translated Jehovah. More modern scholars think it was probably pronounced more like Yahweh. So that's the way the Lexham English Bible translates it. It's written through Malachi. The name Malachi means my messenger, so some people have suggested it's not his actual given name, but it's a title for this work. We don't read about Malachi anywhere else in the Bible, so we don't really have a, uh, a frame of reference to, to decide on that. In fact, uh, we don't really have much of a frame of reference for any, any time period in the book other than just the general term of things, other than when you get down to the word governor, when he says, present it please to your governor. That gives us a clue as to when it was written, because that is the Persian term for governor. And so that would put it uh, sometime uh, around Nehemiah, probably just a little bit after Nehemiah is the guess. And so uh, we think it was probably a little before 400 BC, which uh, is why sometimes we talk about the 400 years of silence after Malachi and until John the Baptist shows up on the scene as God's prophet. Over and over in this chapter, I notice how God is great, and that is the point. And they weren't treating God as great. So he says, Yahweh is great beyond the borders of Israel. That's what they're going to say when they see what God does. And then God compares himself to their governor. He says, try doing what you're doing to me, to your governor. Is he going to like it? So he's saying, look, God is so much greater than your governor. And in the end, he says, my name is awesome among the nations. So the point here is God is great. How are they treating him? Are they treating him as great? And he's showing that they aren't. The book of Malachi has a series of God stating what the people say and then answering it. And then oftentimes God will then follow up with, well, then, but you say this, and then God will answer that. So it's uh, it's almost like a court case of arguing back and forth, but God is giving both sides of the argument because God knows what's in their hearts. It 
gets so bad, God says, who will shut the temple doors so that you will not kindle fire in vain on my altar? That is a very stinging rebuke that God would rather not have them worship him than give this half-hearted worship that doesn't treat him as he should be treated. So he says, from the rising of the sun to its setting, my name is great among the nations. Over and over we see the nations, which the other word used in the Bible for the nations would be the Gentiles, the idea that this isn't just for Israel. Israel is mistreating God and his name, not treating him as holy, but this actually affects God's standing in the whole world, and God will be great in the whole world. So the question for us is, are we giving God the glory, the full-hearted worship that he deserves? And now for a deeper dive. God talks about Jacob and Esau here at the beginning. And some people have been confused by this, thinking he's talking about the people, when it really is he's talking about the nation of Israel and the nation of Edom. When you consider how Esau had things in his life, he was quite wealthy and, and did quite well for himself during his lifetime. But God is showing at this period of time, the nation of Edom is going to go down while God will continue to lift up Israel, and not necessarily because of their goodness. Paul quotes from this verse in Romans chapter 9, and I think it's key for us understanding the point Paul is trying to make in Romans 9, to understand that here in Malachi, he's speaking of the nation, not the persons. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.